0: Hi, guys, welcome to Adulting. This is the podcast where I try to figure out what affects the way that we grow up as millennials and whether or not we are actually grown up at whatever age we're at. And today I am joined by Campbell Kennyford. Hi. <laughs> so you guys might recognize Campbell from Channel 4's, it was on Channel 4's, no? Yeah, Channel 4. Okay, Channel yeah. 4's Gender Quake, um, which was a program all about people that have different sexual identities or mm-hmm. different gender identity or different sexual orientation. And basically, it was really eye-opening for me, I guess, because the really interesting part of the show was at the beginning, no one kind of knew what anyone's background was. Mm-hmm. Do you want to elaborate a little bit more on kind of like the show?
1: Yeah. Um, so I did um, Quake on Channel 4, which you just said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it was a two-part um, kind of like documentary slash reality series, um, including a debate as well, which took it to three episodes. Um, and the premise of the show was kind of having 11 millennials and young people on that are on different um sides of the gender spectrum and sexuality so with me I'm a transgender woman and then we had other people who are transgender men non-binary gender fluid yes um gender queer gay bisexual lesbian so I feel like it explored the whole spectrum instead of just one segment of it so I know that things like non-binary before hadn't ever been really shown on TV, so that was quite refreshing. Really
0: interesting. And also, it was interesting to see how, like, different people dealt with different things because there was a transgender man who didn't want anyone to know that he'd transitioned. Yes. Whereas, like, with you, are you happy to be called a a transgender woman or do you just want to be called a woman? Obviously, you want to be just called a woman, ideally.
1: Yeah, I always say that I'm a woman first and transgender second because, obviously, trans is always going to be a part of who I am. And... I am proud to be trans however I just do want to be a woman at the end of the day and that's that's why I made the transition because that's how I always felt inside so definitely I am a trans woman but I do prefer just to say woman but you know there's so many different variations of a woman like I see woman as an umbrella term and then everything kind of like trickles underneath yeah you can be any kind of woman I think
0: what age did you like was it forever that you were just like I'm just not in the right body
1: Yeah, I think I first started noticing probably when I was, like, I don't know, it's hard to say because, you know, when you're young, you don't really remember, yeah. But, like, from from my earliest memories, I can just remember being different. I can't specify what age, but I remember I was, like, always playing with Barbies, like, I was obsessed with the Spice Girls, like, I thought I was Posh Spice or Baby Spice. But, yeah, (laughs) but I can, I just, from my earliest memories, I just knew that I was a girl, basically, and um, I used to put, like, a towel on my head and, like, pretend I was, like, Ariel from the Still age And then my mum used to be, like, oh, you always used to ask me when you were younger, like, why aren't I a girl? So from, like, my earliest, earliest memories, I always just remember, like, feeling You just were a girl, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just in the wrong body. Exactly. So then
0: what age were you when you, like, I'm going to actually kind of transition now?
1: Yeah, so uh, I was thinking, like, I probably... Sorry. (laughs) Uh, No, so when I was about 12 years old, I started to, like, wear makeup. Right. And I used to paint my nails for school, so... Was
0: that okay? How did you find that, like, being in school? Were people mean to you, or...?
1: They were, but they weren't at the same time. Like, I had a very good circle of friends who yeah. were all kind of like the popular girls so they kind oh, of like fair. protected They'd me in a way in. <laughs> yeah and like if the boys are ever mean to me you know they always stuck up for me so I think that helped a lot like I had a really good friendship group that's
0: such a like positive because I guess I've never seen it but when you when I do hear stories and stuff you often see like the sad yeah side of it so that's actually really lovely to know that already like in our generation because we're basically the same age I know yeah. that people generations younger than us like 16, 17 year olds are so forward thinking mm-hmm. like a lot more than I think my friends and I were at school but yeah. to know that you had that experience then as well yeah is really nice
1: yeah so I it, it was nice to have that obviously yeah. like a boy wearing makeup at school at 12 years old is gonna encounter any kind of like a little bit of like name calling yeah. like occasionally which I mean does didn't affect me that much luckily um because I've always been quite strong and just yeah. been like you know what like I'm myself so at so at 12 I started wearing makeup and it just kind of like Every kind of year, it just kind of got, like, more progressive. So I started, like, growing my hair when I was 13.
0: Yeah, your hair's amazing. I was just thinking Oh, it's
1: extension. That. so oh, that, okay, Yeah, fun. Got a little bit of help. But when I was, like, 13, 14 years, I started to grow my hair, and then it was, like, foundation. And yeah. then I remember I was, like, I didn't want to get my hair cut. And I was like to my mum, okay, I think I was 15, and I told her, like, this is what I want to do now. Like, I don't want to get my hair cut again. Yeah. And that was kind of, like, my metaphor for saying I wanted to transition. And then she was like, "Okay, so what do we do next?" And my mom was always really supportive. Oh, that
0: was so nice.
1: Yeah. So she was like, "Okay, what's the next step?" And then it just kind of went from there. So that's the kind of age that I told everyone, and I told my friends before. And it's really funny actually because we made like a list. Like I remember we were at this like party, and I was like 15, and like we made this like list of like pros and cons <laughs> of doing it. <laughs> oh and, my god! And like god. when I look back, I'm like, oh my god, that's insane because now I couldn't see any cons, but yeah. back then I must have been in so two minds about doing it. Although it's obviously what I wanted to well, do. I guess it do. must have
0: been so scary like it's just such a big choice not because Mm -hmm. you think it's wrong but but just because it's like it's such a big Mm -hmm. decision to make yeah like even I guess undergoing surgery like even if I got like breast augmentation and like people wouldn't necessarily be judging me for doing that I think it'd still be such a big step because it's like changing yourself Mm -hmm. but then in a way like if it's made you feel so much more comfortable Mm -hmm. and and do you in day-to-day life now like do you ever feel like people... You, well, you look like a woman. Like, you are a woman. Can mm-hmm. like, you need to start saying like a woman? Really <laughs> no, it, no, honestly, Do you it's get, fine. Oh, that's something that's interesting. Do you get offended by language? Like, how strictly about what... Like, when, especially when you were transitioning, was mm-hmm. that a really hard thing to make people kind of change the words they used?
1: Yeah, so I think for language, I'm, I'm pretty open. Like, obviously, like, I would never want to be called, like, a him yeah. or a he or anything. Like, if someone did that to me, like, I would be offended because yeah. that's not me and I yeah. don't like I don't understand how someone could look at me and say still say he do you
0: come across ignorant people though who when they find out you are you have transitioned that want to call you like masculine words
1: um I haven't ever come across anyone that's no. wanted to say that but obviously I have come across people that haven't been so positive yeah um but it's it, I've never come across one that's been like he or anything like that
0: that's so good. I don't know why. I just, in my head, I see like, I don't I read, like, you know, when you end up on the Daily Mail comments. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, what is wrong with people? Mm-hmm. And actually, I was listening to Jermaine Greer. Oh, yeah. On. Um Ways to change the world, literally, earlier on today. Yeah. And she just just doesn't understand, like, at all. It just... Her her comments on it are just so redundant. Because I think what people don't get, and when people get offended by it, it's like, it doesn't affect you. It's like making someone else happy. Mm -hmm. And it does not, like, change your life in any way, shape, or form. Like, I don't understand why anyone would not Mm -hmm. want that to be a thing. Yeah. And it's... I guess it's the same with, like, sexuality. But you're... So you're straight. You're a straight woman. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, mm, well... How do you say it? Well, if... Oh, oh, by the way, Jermaine Greer, she was so drunk at the debate show. By the way, oh,
0: was she on the debate? She was on the debate oh my as God, well. Oh no, I haven't watched that. Oh then. no, you
1: need. To, it was like Caitlyn Jenner, Jermaine Greer, Monroe Bagdor. But
0: were you there with them?
1: Um, no, so I wasn't on the panel, oh. but I was with the people from the show, and then we did like a bit of an what, interview what was and like, she a like talk on the through. show Who?
0: Jermaine.
1: Oh, she was like she just seemed to not know how she actually felt. Like yeah, she that's kind of like I mean. said she something. She didn't really know
0: what she's talking about. I
1: don't know what's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she kept saying something, backtracking, and then yeah, she was, but she was really drunk, so oh, you know, interesting. maybe she's, she's just also really drunk. quite
0: old as well.
1: Yeah, bless her.
0: Like, I don't know if my granny, who's not alive anymore, I don't know if she would have understood if I tried to explain it.
1: Yeah, and do you know what? Like, sometimes you just can't
0: change people change people like yeah. they've
1: grown up for so many years and like so obviously like it's not nice but sometimes you just can't change people and you can't be angry with that mm-hmm. yeah
0: wait what were we saying a minute before that because I've got a <laughs> oh yeah that was it so oh, do you, you're you a straight woman oh right sexuality right how does that work
1: so before I went on genderquake I was like I'm a straight woman all I want to be known is as a straight woman I'd never fancied a girl before ever in my life oh, yeah. <laughs> and then so then I went on the show and obviously I got with Howie yeah um which I was so shocked that I fell for a gal. And then from the show now, like, I've just realised that my sexuality, personally, is fluid now. And I wouldn't walk down the street and be like, oh my god, she's really hot or anything. But now, if I did meet a gal in the future, or I did meet someone that was trans, trans man, trans woman, I wouldn't judge them for be that. be open to
0: yes. seeing something could happen. Yeah,
1: so I would say, I wouldn't say pansexual, because I hate, like, all of these, like, terms. Yeah. I hate, like like... Sexual, 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 sexual I just want to be like just me, but
0: this is the thing there's so many words now that mm-hmm. it's like we might as well just not have them mm-hmm. because what you can't do, it's literally every time it's like lgbtq plus something whatever it is, mm-hmm. and I just feel like I personally think that everyone is on a, on a spectrum of something yeah like okay. i've only ever been in straight relationships, but it wouldn't surprise me if I could fall in love with a woman just because I think that people are way too conditioned to believe that we only function in one way. But if you look back at history mm-hmm. and, like, everything years ago and, like, the ancient Greeks and everything like that, no one was, like, there was no such thing as straight. Yeah. Which is what's really weird.
1: Yeah, so we've kind of almost gone, like, back yeah, in we had, time. we have, like, 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 constructed it. Yeah, so I think... In this day and age, like, sexuality is fluid. Yeah. And gender is fluid. And everyone does, whether you like it or not, you are on a spectrum. Whether that's at zero or ten, like, everyone is on that spectrum. Yeah. And, like, I do see sexuality as just so fluid now.
0: And the other thing I think is really interesting about, like, what we're going back to Saturday is just thinking, like... When a a woman who was born in the in that body could have as much surgery as you've had, mm-hmm. and no one would probably think it was that big a deal. Mm-hmm. But it's like I think people judge you because they're like, oh, they're undertaking such a big thing and changing their body so much. But women all the time now are undergoing like loads of surgery and stuff. So it's hardly like what you're doing is revolutionary or, or really like life changing yeah. because people are always changing their bodies. It just so happens mm-hmm. that you're doing yours to reflect how you feel and like what gender you identify as. Mm-hmm. So I think that's quite an interesting thing but was that like a big is there more that you want to do
1: surgery wise yeah um, have you had
0: top and bottom
1: yeah so I've had those two surgeries and I've had my lips done but I haven't <laughs> had anything else done but I don't know I, I'm actually I'm actually <laughs> what? I'm actually going to Turkey to get my um veneers done as well but
0: why Turkey just cause it's because cheaper. it's cheaper it's
1: cheaper and also like that's where like everyone is going so really is that yeah, the thing that's the thing but
0: you got your surgery done in the UK yeah
1: I had my boobs done and my gender reassignment done um, in the UK as well
0: so now can I ask you does it yep. look like a fanny?
1: yeah it looks like Just
0: exactly they turn it is this, can I ask this as well yeah. so do they turn it inside out? is that what happens?
1: kind of like I can give you a talk through if you want Go like the proper tea <laughs> so obviously you have the penis and then okay I don't know the exact thing because I, I don't want to go into it too much, because when I think about it, I get a bit of squeamish. Oh my god,
0: no, you don't have to tell
1: me that. No, 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 I'll try. <laughs> okay. No, so what they do, I believe they cut the foreskin, <laughs> yeah. so, as if they're like, circumcised and so on, because okay. they actually use the um, foreskin as the... Clit? No, the oh. like the... I don't know, the lips? Is that oh, yeah. the right word for it? Yeah. Labia? <laughs> yeah, labia, that's the one. And then they kind of like chop things in half, and then they kind of like puncture a hole inside you, and then they invert that. And they also use some of the foreskin as the vagina tunnel. So obviously, like you know, you have like vaginal walls, uh, and inside okay. you have nerve endings in them. So
0: it's to make the sensation. To
1: make the sensation, and then they use the penis head as the clit.
0: Because when you're in the when you're in the womb as as a fetus, you're everyone starts off as a girl, don't they? Yes. So then you start off, and then a willy grows from the, the clit. Yeah, that I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. That... So technically, they're just putting it back. Exactly, and also
1: <laughs> like the brain actually develops before your genitals.
0: That's so interesting. Yeah.
1: So, really, like, maybe my, my brain, my brain just didn't go and in, um, grow into a masculine one, but I somehow grew a penis. That's
0: so. But then, what was really interesting was what was the woman who was actually like had both.
1: What... Um, Brooke on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So she doesn't actually have both, but oh. she was born with a disease called Klinefelter syndrome, I believe it's called, and which means she was born in a male body, but her body naturally produces uh, estrogen at the rate that a female does.
0: So she's just. That's so interesting, isn't it? Yeah,
1: so her body kind of, like, transitioned itself. So she grew long hair naturally and grew boobs naturally and, like, grew, like, a female body naturally.
0: But she has a willy. But
1: she has people. But she hair. kept it. Yeah, she has kept it. And she's happy of keeping it. And that's what I think is, like, a big misconception that trans women or trans men have to have surgery to become the gender that yeah. they are. Or there's this big thing, oh, um, I had surgery and became the woman I was. I feel like you're a woman or a man with or without the surgery and it's just your personal I think to other.
0: do you think that um, we put like gender too heavily on sex like do you mm. think that if we weren't so rigid with like our what women are and what men were you could live more comfortably with whichever sexual parts but be like a feminine woman- person do you know what I mean
1: yeah like do you mean as in like I can say. So
0: I think, like in society, we're so binary about what we think a man is and what we think a woman is. Mm-hmm. Like a woman's gentle and sweet and feminine and pretty, and a man is like strong and hard and all those things. Mm-hmm. Do you think if if society wasn't quite so like this is what a man is, this is what a woman is, men are masculine, women are feminine? Mm-hmm. Do you think that pe- you could feel more comfortable? It would also be so different from what it is now because we do live in such a heteronormative society. But if it wasn't like that, do you think you could have kept your um, like sexual organs, but still mm, been okay. like a woman. Do
1: you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. But I didn't get my surgery because of like the miss. Apart from the concern, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get my surgery um, with the. I don't know how to say this in my mind. I didn't get the surgery because of what society says right. a woman should be. I got the surgery because you in my because I wanted it, and because yeah. there was no change in my mind, yeah. and that's how I personally felt. But you know, there is trans women that don't want that surgery but it yeah. doesn't discount their womanhood or it doesn't make them any less of a woman but then like when you're talking about like um you know women are pretty or not pretty like uh like gentle feminine stuff, yeah. men are like masculine blah, blah, blah. and then it just kind of takes it back to that topic that's like men have to be this women have to yeah, be exactly. this and i personally i have met so many men recently that are straight and that are not afraid to you know experiment not with their sexuality but their like feminine side or you know that i feel like nowadays people aren't afraid yeah, to just live who they are and like do something that might be, be conceived a bit more feminine or masculine but
0: i think that's what needs to change 100 percent, especially mm-hmm. like when we look at male rates of suicide and stuff loads yeah, of that yeah. is literally down to that that men feel like they can't be like let sides of them out so that, that that's definitely like such a problematic thing within society and i think just generally realizing that there's a different sliding scale and that life is for kind of like expressing yourself yeah. rather than fitting into some kind of mould. yeah. But how many, because I don't actually think I have one, I don't know one trans, someone who's transitioned mm-hmm. in like, friend, I don't want to say trans person because I think that's like putting them mm. first. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not very nice for saying it. But how many, how common is it, do you know, like how many people do you think to feel like they can't express themselves? Because you obviously were quite fortunate in the way that like, your friendship group really supportive, and your mum was really supportive. Mm-hmm. But do you think that's not always the case?
1: Yeah, it isn't always the case. Like, I have a lot of trans friends just from being in like the trans scene. Community, yeah. yeah. So I have a lot of like trans female friends, and I would say most of their families do accept them. Some don't. Some have to move away, or they're not in contact mm. with the family. But you know, I receive so many messages on Instagram all the time. Like, I like they're just like if you look at their profile, they're just men. And they get, I get, like, messages saying, like, oh, my God, you're so brave. Like, I wish I could do what you do. But I oh, feel like really? I can't. Yeah. And it actually makes me so emotional because, like, I just can't imagine, like, living like that. And even, like, getting to that age is is so, like, horrible. It's because, like living
0: your life as a yeah, lie, I guess. Yeah, and it
1: makes me so sad because...
0: it makes you like, going to cry. Be yeah, no,
1: because like, I just can't ever imagine living, like, not...
0: Being able to be who you are. Being,
1: being who I am. And then to see, like, people on their Instagram and seeing their faces and their pictures and you can just see like they're not happy and it just, uh-huh. it just makes me so sad but um, I think the f- the future is changing and hopefully one day we will get to a stage where people are comfortable with coming out and being themselves.
0: I think so because I think if you look back at even when we were at school like people being gay or everyone used yeah. to tease people whereas now it's so no one would blink an eye well hopefully like mm-hmm. in the friendship groups that I'm in being gay is not a big deal no one cares about sexuality I think like being transgender is the next thing that's kind yes, of it's still quite so new but it's people are starting to get a lot more like familiar with it. Mm-hmm. What about in terms of like with Caitlyn Jenner how, what do you think of her as like um, do you think she's good for the community do you think like Mm. What did you or did you not really have an
1: opinion? No, when Caitlyn Jenner like first come out, like I was obsessed with her. Like I (laughs) I loved her so much just because like I thought she was like it's so brave with the career that she's had. And then be able to come out and like put herself on that like well platform for like millions of people to see. I thought she was so brave. Obviously I don't necessarily agree with like all her political views or what she's done after her platform, but I think she gave Not trans people hope, but, like, she made people... She started a conversation, I think. Yeah, for sure. And I I feel like people don't give her enough credit.
0: No, I agree. I actually do think it's such a massive thing to do. Like, especially when you're saying, like, Bruce Jenner was, like, one of the most famous sporting people ever. So, like, to to go from that to the other extreme... And it is probably one of the most famous transitions in history, really, isn't it? Like, I can't really think of anyone else that's that famous that's...
1: Exactly. Kind of... of,
0: I mean, there's people like um, Eddie art he's always, like, cross-dressed and mm. stuff, which I know is not the same thing that he was always in the public eye and no one seemed to judge him, but he was a massive, like, anom- anomaly. Yeah. But in terms of, like, people actually being transgender, I didn't mm-hmm. really know...
1: Exactly. Of, any- ...of anyone. Yeah, and you see, like, I think it's so, like, probably because of her family, like, you see pictures, like, and Jones, like, Kanye. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush care. the media kind of like forms everyone's opinions and then from them people like look at that and they're like actually do you know what like it's fine yeah so I, I think it is such a inspiring thing of her to do but I don't agree with like the way she's used her yeah, platform yeah I know what you mean she could she could have done so much but then it's kind of like who are we to say oh she has to do yeah, this yeah it's she has not to her responsibility it's not her responsibility and it's up to her if she wants to do that or not and she doesn't so
0: when did you when you got content about genderquake were you like 100% I want to do it
1: um well actually so my friend was a producer on the show okay so it was more like an acquaintance than a friend but I met him like five years ago in like a nightclub <laughs> and we stayed with friends on Facebook and he messaged me he was like um I'm casting for this show and the when he said like the format and everything I was like oh my god I need to do this yeah. like I've wanted to do something like this for so long because I've I've Previously, like, been approached by other TV shows and haven't done them because I didn't think it would be a good way to tell my story. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna do it. And then, yeah, like when he when he said it, like I wanted to do it with then... Do I? Yeah. And
0: then
1: um, and then so I forgot where I was, what's my of When thought.
0: you were like,
1: yeah, I want to do it. Yeah. So I did want to do it. And then they came to my house and did like filming and stuff. And then I was like, actually, I'm not sure, um, because everyone's gonna like. Not know who I am, but everyone's going to, like...
0: Know your his- yeah. history.
1: Yeah, because on Instagram, before I wasn't... I didn't tell anyone I was trans. So no one actually knew on my Instagram. Yeah. Or, like, my social media. so And a lot of people I spoke to, like, on the internet or, like, occasionally in life, like, had no clue. So coming out and doing that, and then I had people like, oh, my God, I had no idea, blah, blah, blah.
0: Did you find it, like, kind of, in some ways, was it quite, like, a relief? Or was it... Were you a bit, like, a little bit of you was like, I kind of don't want everyone to know this about me?
1: Yeah, I would I would say I wouldn't find... I didn't find it a relief because I didn't necessarily hide it, but I just wasn't open with that. But if someone asked me, I wouldn't lie. Yeah. But maybe sometimes. But (laughs)
0: But I think that's one of the biggest questions that, like, people always ask. It's like, are you meant to tell someone? Mm -hmm. Like, do people always say that to you? Like, because I don't think that it's your job to tell anyone. But Mm -hmm. when it comes to, like, sexual relationships, then do you think you should always have to tell someone?
1: Um, it's so hard because it just... Differs from situation to situation. Yeah. So I've been in situations where I've met a guy, and I haven't told them, um and then I tell them, and they're fine with it, or I tell them, and they're not fine with it. But I haven't ever been in a bad situation. But it's like there's there's stories where like people are, like actually like are murdered for telling a guy that they're trans. I know. And it's just so horrific, and it's just.
0: It's part of this toxic masculine masculinity yeah. thing. They like the way to fix the people that like that is actually to make people more educated about people who have transitioned mm-hmm. or who want to transition. Because until we stop making the world so black and white with men and women where men mm-hmm. feel like their masculinity's been attacked because they think yeah. they've been cheated but they haven't, you know? Mm-hmm. These men aren't the epitome of what it means to be man and like manliness. It's actually just ignorance and lack of understanding of of like the nuance of people I think that's The scariest part about it Like as a woman Day to day Let alone being a trans woman I can't even imagine Like that fear But I even say To my boyfriend I'm like At some point every day I think I'm gonna get killed Oh like, yeah At some point Of the time When I'm like He's gonna. I'll say they'll say like, "Oh, have you got a boyfriend?" I'm like, "Yeah." And they'll be like, "Oh, you can't believe he's that. You got the house like that." And I'm like, "Please, mm-hmm. don't speak to me or something." I'll be like, "Suck my dick or I'll kill you." Some mm. like I, twice people have told me they're gonna kill me like yeah. in the last like two months.
1: Yeah, literally. Like I have exactly the same feeling, but with me like if someone speaks to me like obviously I don't want them to know I'm trans, so I'm like 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 I just it is scary because I'm like okay I'm gonna tell this person no that I don't want to mm. you know go suck their dick or something. I'm gonna tell this person no, but I don't want them to see that I'm trans at the same time so I, I kind of like have to be like extra extra careful because
0: not that they're going to know but like I can imagine that fear inside you must be tripled because it already scares me that was something that Germaine Greer said on this freaking podcast which is awful mm-hmm. she basically said that like she was like at least women can get out of being murdered um by getting raped whereas men don't have that option as what? if like I know so she was saying that like if a woman was going to get murdered because she wouldn't sleep with someone, mm-hmm. she could just get raped by them instead. Oh, oh
1: my God. Are you kidding? Me? She no, said that? No, she said that on the podcast. Wow. I know. I know. That is disgusting. And
0: I think what people don't understand is, like, this fear of, like... Like, the fear of being assaulted is so massive. And I was actually listening mm-hmm. to a really good episode on The Guilty Feminist about, like, toilets and stuff. And... And Deborah Francis, do you ever listen to The Guilty Feminist? No,
1: I really that's should really good.
0: It's a really good um, podcast, my fave. And basically she was saying how, oh, surely when you transition, like one of the things that's most exciting is like learning to have like a woman's bathroom because like everyone knows that in girls' toilets, it's like where everyone goes in the clubs and that everyone mm-hmm. talks about it and it's really fun. And there was someone who's transgender talking about how all toilets should basically be Um, non-gendered because some people won't let transgender women go into women's toilets and some Mm -hmm. people won't let transgender women go into men's toilets and either way it just makes it a really difficult space and I hadn't really thought about that like Mm -hmm. even if you're already transitioned and you go into the bathroom you still might feel like Mm -hmm. some people are too ignorant to understand that you're allowed to be there
1: yeah I have never had that but I think you're very yeah that
0: you just look like a woman
1: yeah I, I have been quite lucky like I've never had an experience like that um And I do know a few people that have. However, like, with um, um, gender-neutral toilets, I do believe some of, like... I don't know, like... I do agree with it in certain spaces, like, maybe, like, restaurants, um, bars, or, like, LGBT clubs or some places but sometimes like when I'm on a night out like I just want to go to the bathroom and not be around boys yeah. <laughs> like I want to go to the bathroom like with my girlfriends and like but talk about boys exactly or like apply my lip gloss Debra like Debra was saying
0: and then someone was like but that's you having your like gender privilege because you're there like you can always have that space whereas they I think the person was arguing I can't remember how it went but they're basically arguing like We've never had the privilege where we feel safe, Mm -hmm. so like you have to give that thing up. And Deborah was like, "No."
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think maybe there should just be an option. Yeah, like have men's, women's, and
0: in the middle, and
1: then in the middle, because I I do think it's a big thing for people to say, "Oh, gender neutral is everywhere," and because we've just become so accustomed to that. However, I do think it is necessary in some places and aspects. But I mean, I don't understand why people would be, you know, so like expect everyone to you know to conform to that
0: yeah i know what you mean and even if it was just like or single toilets but they have quite a lot but Mm. then i think oh that was the thing i think she was saying like if we had to go into like a men's bathroom she was like we might feel like threatened Mm -hmm. but as you're saying like i think what people need to understand like in the trans community it's such a big i think it's much more in america isn't it yeah it's
1: it's a big really in america yeah like um i sometimes like can't get my head around that someone would be uncomfortable with someone going to the toilet like they're just trying to go to the toilet and then you have all these things like oh you know but like pedophile is like gonna just go into a woman's toilet and pretend but like when has that like happened like i can't think of a story where that has happened it's just people using their fear of transness i think it's transphobia because yeah people
0: will be like oh they're gonna like they'll use an example of like a pedophile or um a creepy man and it's like who's going to actually genuinely transition just to do, no one's going to do that like it's such an upheaval like, I can to imagine that like anyone who's transitioned would be so insulted to think that anyone mm-hmm. would think it's an easy thing to just be like oh lol I'm going to go transition now mm-hmm. like I exactly. don't think anyone's making that choice for the sake of it or with some ulterior motive like there's a real reason why people do it and I think people just need to be I, I know that it's like it's funny because I remember when I first started learning about like transgender and stuff it really like confused me and I remember Mm -hmm. feeling like a bit like I don't understand so I just Mm -hmm. made myself watch loads of documentaries Mm. I think I was in my like first year of uni and then since then I've like just found it really fine I forget that when people initially get their head around it some people are just a bit like don't understand which is why i think we need more platforming of trans people in films movies and like programs like you on which i think is really progressive and cool yeah because it showed so many different things and it had people in there who weren't who were really heteronormative Mm -hmm. Um, and so it was really interesting to see those reactions yeah but do you find that it's like mostly older generations who are less understanding or is it like a mix
1: Mm, i would say it's a mix but I would say it's mostly older generations like I think people in our age group would mostly be fine with it um, however I think in some communities like they, they're they not as accepting but mostly like I would say it is the older generation yeah. I can't think of a time when I've met someone in my age group that hasn't accepted me yeah. or has made comments like even if I like meet sorry a friend of a friend it they're like they're fine with it so
0: The other thing is, like, do you feel... I know we're literally sat here talking about it, but do you feel like it's become such a big narrative in your life? Like, I bet some days you just wake up and you're just like, I wish I didn't have to bloody talk about having transitions.
1: Sometimes, but, like, I think the whole media thing it for me is new, or talking about it for me is new, because... I only filmed Genderquake... It was literally, like, September 2017. we mm. in 2018? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> September 2018. So I feel like talking about it, for me, is kind of, like, new. Yeah. Because before I never talked about it. So I, I'm not fed, of it, fed up of it just yet. Yeah, <laughs> but good. I'm sure I'll get there. But, um, yeah, I hope one day, like, trans people can just be known for being them and not being trans or I'm introduced as, like, just Campbell and not trans.
0: Yeah.
1: But then it kind of, like... Yeah.
0: (laughs) I think it's really interesting because it's like, there's lots of arguments that people use throughout history like to explain like gayness and all this stuff they'll be like oh it's not natural but there's a really amazing book that I read by this author um, he's got three books out actually and one of his points was like if something wasn't natural we wouldn't be able to do it like that's what yeah. the meaning of natural is so like you can't be like oh my god this isn't natural it's like if you can literally put a willy in a hole then it's natural <laughs> by the by the fact that you can do it like yeah. he doesn't say it he's really intelligent he doesn't yeah, write he it doesn't at all do
1: that. <laughs> but
0: like it's just about how people don't understand like what people need to realise is if we have the capability of doing something and believing something Then it is absolutely normal, and it's absolutely fine. And like things, we just need to kind of get up to date with with making people feel happy and comfortable. Because the the real cusp of the issue is it's like making you feel like you can be a part of society and be the person that you want to be, which is beneficial to everyone in every sense, like the economy and your family and your friends. Mm -hmm. And people who aren't looking at that, they're just they're just fearful of like the unknown, aren't realizing that it's like a a person. I think that's Mm -hmm. the the real like problem that people need to get over. But if people who want to transition don't have the confidence or or like maybe don't know what would you like want to say to people or like is there any advice you have
1: um it's so hard for me to say like oh be brave do this do this because for some people it's just not easy Mm. like like compared to a lot of people i have had an easy ride and just like obviously my advice for anyone would be you know yourself never forget why you're putting this out if you're always you know you were put here for a reason mm. and don't feel like turn your negatives in your mind to a positive and don't be like oh you know this is never gonna go away or i feel like a freak like turn that into a positive but like you're not a freak i'm unique and you're oh, do you know that. what i mean like you you'd have to kind of like your brain is like i don't know how to um describe it in my mind but like I think it's important to remember why you're put on this earth and just, you know, maybe you are different from other people, but and there's going to be so many days when, like, you want to end it or you want to cry, but, like, there's going to be so many more better days and, like, once you get over that hurdle, you know you're gonna be so happy that you live like your authentic life yeah
0: I think it's just I think it is I genuinely think we're in like a really cool well scary and cool at the same time yeah but there's like some places everything's so progressive and I feel Mm. like everyone's being kinder and then the other half of it is just like everything's going backwards
1: yeah I definitely feel like we're kind of in that time I'm not sure how to say it but like we're in that time where it's like
0: something's gonna change like we're in like a
1: shift yeah, like a gender quake like we're like right yeah, like in the middle quick, yeah, we are like that. things like being sh- like shaken up and like it's kind of, it's not like 50/50 i would say more people are for it than against it but we're kind of in that time where like it's shifting like similar to like gay rights, like yeah. it, it, it's moving, and now gender and I, rights are come to the forefront. I
0: think it's even just stuff like seeing people wearing like um androgynous clothing or just dressing like in a in a way that isn't necessarily that presenting of their gender. Mm-hmm. And that I feel like even five years ago wasn't that big, mm-hmm. and now you are just so accustomed to it. And it's it's. I think things are happening. I think things are getting better, mm-hmm. but it's just that now that people are talking about it, we know that things can be really bad.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I have this um friend, she's like straight and she's got a boyfriend. Like he like he sometimes like wears nail varnish. Yeah. And like it's just such like a a, like I know it's so little but like when she told me I was like, that is just like the cutest thing ever because like to them, like, it's not a big deal. But, like, to me, it's like, oh, my God, like, straight man's just, like, being who he wants to be. And I think exactly. that's so great.
0: Yeah, I think that's amazing. I think it's so true. It's about embracing these little things. And also, getting rid of microaggressions. There's so many things in our language and the way we act that we don't realise actually might be really insulting. So, like, yeah. if you take the piss out of your guy friend for blow-drying his hair or, mm. like, really small things like that just reinforce these gender stereotypes, which for you have no idea what's going through someone's head. That's so, so even just saying, like, really small things... Mm. I think it's just we have to be really c- conscious to try and use language that is like inclusive and also try and just see that ev- not everyone's going to think about things the way that you think about them no. and just being like open to talk.
1: Yeah, I, I I so agree with that. And I think what people need to realise is some like, that like it's good to do that, but sometimes there's going to be mistakes made yeah. and it, we are kind of like learning a new way of like language and speaking. So I think pe- people get offended by it so quickly nowadays. And I think it's just kind of like, You have to bear with people, and this isn't, like, something that they're used to. Like, it's something new. So I think... We should, you know, be patient with people, not expect everyone to know everything about trans or know, know everything about LGBT. It is new. Yeah. And I think, I think some people are too hard on some people sometimes.
0: I think it's social media as well, because I do this. I try and, like, use that progressive language, but mm. everyone will call you up so quickly. So mm-hmm. I feel like I'm constantly, like, staying on top of what I'm allowed to say. Yeah. And I think it's just because, for the first time ever, we're putting everything online, so you can read, like, everyone's life and you know exactly what they think. Whereas in, normally, if you say something a bit wrong, someone wouldn't even really notice, but it's because it's, like, in front of so many different people.
1: Exactly. That it
0: gets quite scary. And I have seen that as well, where people get really upset when the wrong pronoun's been used or something. And that is quite difficult, just because with our natural language, some people want to be called they.
1: Yes, that's, like, with non-binary. Which is
0: really hard, because it doesn't, like, fit Mm -hmm. the sentence. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, so that is, that's, like, something that's quite new. So I think now it's, like, non-binary, so, like, that's the thing now. So instead
0: of calling them...
1: So you'd say, for example, there was someone on the show called Saf and so you'd say, um, how they split it, you wouldn't be like she is cool or they'd be like they are cool Right. Um so yeah, like they prefer like they, them, their and That's they her. don't feel like male or female, but at the same time they don't conf- they don't feel confused in their gender. They are they they don't feel like either, but they're comfortable in the middle i think
0: this is exactly what my point was though because gender is completely made up like mm-hmm. we've made what yeah gender it's like a is. construct yeah. yeah so like you can have your sex which is like whatever your organs are and it's fine for you to want either or but fundamentally like being a woman and being or like femininity and masculinity are just made up anyway
1: yeah so exactly. there's no reason
0: why you should have to 100% like agree with either mm-hmm. that makes complete sense to me yeah and it's even only in the last like, i think pre-Victorian times, like they, they had completely different understandings of what gender was as well. Mm-hmm. Like before, I think, they used to think we're made up of like of half hot and half cold. Have you heard of this? No. So you're like half red, half blue, and one's like power and passion, the other side is like um, feeling and emotion. Okay. And then this one psychologist was like, no, no, women are all feeling and emotion and men are all power and passion. And that's when they started to think that women weren't like as sexually... Um, like awakened as men and that's mm. when it all came in and then after that prostitution became like a really awful job whereas before everyone's like oh yeah women love yeah. sex so there's all these weird things that have happened in really recent times
1: yeah that no I 100% agree with that like gender like is just like something that we've been conditioned to, to, believe, to believe and then it takes it back to the same argument that's like women are this men are that like no we're just like people just and, and we if yeah. we want to if a woman wants to like go ride skateboard, or just can if a man wants to like put on a bit of mascara he can so I think It just takes it back to that kind of like, yeah.
0: (laughs) I think now it seems like I look at it and it's so simple and it's just like meeting a person. I think it's just an ignorant and it's like it's just a, a bit backward to not be able to see that anymore so hopefully I think that's like changing which it is with our generation
1: yeah 100% and it's it's good to like see yeah but oh my goodness it's been <laughs> so nice to speak to you oh yeah definitely thanks so much for coming on thank you, you. look so fab as well oh, thank I'm you. literally just
0: wearing like trackies and a crop top and open the door and Cam's like hi uh, no, <laughs> got, like, oh no sorry you look fab
1: <laughs> thank you well thank you so
0: much where can we find you online
1: yeah so you can follow me at Campbell XO so that's C-A-M-B-E-L-L-L-X-O, no P. Oh. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I was always like, you.
1: Everyone always um spells it with a P. Do you know what I want to do off. that,
0: but. Does Campbell, when it's a name, have a P in it? Is it just because of the soup? Has the yeah. soup got a P in yeah. it?
1: Yeah, oh, or no, Naomi Campbell, a bit more glamorous. Oh, yeah, fine. think Campbell's <laughs> soup. No, I'm joking. I'm Sorry. joking. No, I'm joking. Um, but, like, yeah, people sell it for, like, C-M-P-B-E-R oh. I
0: actually almost went to see that when I was texting my boyfriend and says, Oh, no. I had it's to fine. go back on your profile and check. Because I was oh, no, like, no. I knew it to have a P because I'd written, like, an email and then I was like, does it? No, no, no. no. Campbell.
1: Campbell. Campbell, can afford. Can afford. You're like, how do you say your second name? Can afford. Can afford. Can <laughs> afford. Sorry. Bell can afford. <laughs> okay,
0: amazing. you want to order anything as well? Yeah, just the same cover like so. Yeah. Okay, amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Oh no, thank so you nice so much. You. I've loved it. Thanks for listening, guys, and I will see you again soon. Bye.